So I haven't figured out the courtyard of my dice tower yet. Um, trying to figure out what I want to do, whether I want to just go with more, like making it look like more stonework to go around it, or whether I want to make it look like something different. You know, I like put up a bunch of small <laughs> sticks or something, make it look like it's trees or something like that. I haven't made up my mind yet. All right, we're now live. Yeah, how tall is that dice tower going to be? Um, it is, um, it's nine inches tall, so it's pretty good size. Nice. I'm sorry, it's seven inches tall, and then the courtyard area is an overall total length of, uh, 12 inches, so. Waiting for Fantasy Grounds to show up on the effing stream. Should do it here shortly. There it is. Okay. Um, so each of you grabbed a character sheet. Um, if you wouldn't mind, just grab, just make up a character on character selection. You can... You can grab your normal ones that you use. It doesn't really matter. Just something so I can share this, uh, like, little, quick little map with you. Um, while y'all are doing that, the way these one-shots gonna or work, um, it's literally two pages. Um, everything is totally at random. Uh, the combat... There's going to be like a map of a town, but the combat's just going to be, it's going to be real quick paced, theater of the mind type stuff. If you, if you say that you want to do something more than likely, you can, you can do it. Usually everybody starts out, out of range. So the first round's usually either just, if you got something in range, you shoot them or just whatever. Um, let's see here. All right. So everybody's got that. You share... This does everybody did everybody see that now? I don't see anything. Yeah, I don't get it. What about now? Nope. What the fudge? All right, one second. We have to drag y'all onto the map. Have avatars assigned to our characters? Uh, that shouldn't make a difference. Um, do the oh, I know what it is. If y'all click on the party sheet in the upper right hand corner and go to like the marching formation or the order or something like that, you should be able to see it. No background, just the... Yep, just white with a bunch of letter tokens. All right. So you are able to see it that way? That's what I see. Yep. Very nice, very nice. All right, let me start uh, some sounds up. Very nice. All right. Um, 
trying to think if there's anything before we get started. I don't think there is. Everybody got their character sheets. Um, all right, we'll get started. Um, so you all have been kind of dispatched to some remote village. Um, you are arriving uh, just before dark. Uh, you, you know the following things about the village. Um, it's out in the wilderness. Uh, it has gone completely silent. Nobody has heard anything from anybody in the village. Uh, the Whoever has sent some people to investigate, but nobody ever seems to return. Uh, there have been reports of a ranger that uh, saw the village from a distance who claimed that it actually uh, burned down because um, at uh, sunset, at dusk, he began to see smoke billowing out of the town. And so that's why he obviously thought that it burned down. Um, and yeah, so y'all arrive just, uh, just before dusk. Um, y'all are obviously the P. And uh, the S's are shops, the H are houses. Um, as you arrive, uh, you notice that this thick um, cloud of uh, smoke uh, begins to kind of settle over the, the village. It has a, a smell of like a, a dank basement just a just a real musty smell that uh, is extremely unpleasant um, it's limiting your village to 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 maybe five ten yards at the absolute most um, you noticed that the houses uh, all have between uh, two to four windows uh, no doorways and there is not a soul in sight. There is a church. Well, I say a church. Um, kind of like a little open air temple of sorts in the center of town. Um, what would y'all like to do? I think we need to thoroughly search these buildings for any survivors. Or not. Hello? Sound check? Yep, no, yeah. we, can, we can hear you now. Yeah, I agree with that. Me too. I'm trying to get Serenscape to work, so the only reason I didn't say anything. Nope, you're you're fine. Once I see you connect, I'll restart it. That way you can hear this whatever. Alright, so we're searching buildings. So the way we're gonna do this, since they're all labeled H and S's, um, instead of me trying to figure out which upper right corner or whatever. Uh, just whenever you go to a number, or whenever you, whichever one you want to go to, just kind of flip it upside down. 
and that way you'll know that you've searched it and all that kind of good stuff. Maybe we should like um, put it sideways because if you flip it upside down, it's gonna look exactly the same. Yeah, that's true. Good. Plus, all the stuff would fall out. Exactly. All right, so uh, whichever one you want to go to, go ahead and roll it to the side. You got house, shops, and then kind of like the temple thing in the middle. Let's start with the shops and the houses. We can go in like a clockwise-ish direction. Excellent. One second. Um, all right, go ahead and flip whichever one you want. And that's where we'll start. Do you guys have a preference? It's all whatever you want, man. All right, so you're hitting a shop first. All right, so let's see here. What? The... So you uh, you enter this shop, and get to the right page. Um, you see that the insides um, have been completely burned out. Um, the stru the outside of the structure kind of. The outside wood is intact, but the inside wood has kind of char marks on it. Everything inside has been um, burned up, and you see that it has a cellar that leads down into a uh, dark basement. I, uh, I'll motion to the cellar, so we should be thorough. All right. I, um... As I'm going through the remains and remains, I, I look for, I kind of poke around a little bit for anything that could be like shiny and wouldn't melt necessarily in the fire. Um, so give me a perception check as you go down in there. Twenty-three. Damn. Twenty-three. Nice. So you go down into the the cellar. Um, you look around and you find that it is uh, oddly empty of everything. It doesn't look like it's been lived in for quite some time. Um, uh, is there anything hidden? Like any hidden secret? Uh, uh, there is not. Rather anticlimactic. Yes, it is. <clears throat> Shall we move it along? Nothing was in the basement either. Uh, correct. Nothing was in the basement uh, either. Yeah. On to the next one. Alright, so let's see here. We're going to start with... Um, uh, Wicca, why don't you roll me a d6? Five. A five. All right. So, as you're making your way from the shop to the house, uh, you begin to hear a howling noise um, out in the distance. Um, then you also hear a... 
a crying that appears to be coming from the shop that you just left. Was that? I'm sorry. I was asking my group if they heard that as well. Uh, they um, did, yes. Come from there. I'll uh, I'll make my way back towards the shop that that crying seems to be coming from. Right, so you you enter the shop as soon as you do, um, it it completely goes quiet. Uh, then you you still the howling noise appears to have kind of moved to the north side of the town, and you begin to hear uh, the same crying noise, but this time it was coming. It's coming from the house that you were headed to. Uh, am I going crazy, or are we being, like, uh, haunted? It is quite peculiar. Um, I have an ability called Sense Magic. I will use that. Alright, um, what's the radius of Sense Magic? Any ongoing magical effects within five yards of you and from what points they originate? Um, you do not pick up any uh, any magic. Actually, you know what? I take that back. Uh, you, there seems to be a magical presence um, all around you coming from everywhere. There's definitely magic all around us, but I'm not sure where the source is. We've entered the magic zone. Oh, no. <laughs> Do we just want to continue on to the house? I'm good with that. I can't get Stormscape to work. Okay, not a problem. Alright, so you uh, come into the house. Um, you see a... Uh, give me a perception check, whoever's going into the house first. I think that's you, Wendell. <laughs> uh, a six. A six. Okay, so you do not see anything um, from the doorway of the house. I enter the spooky house that I don't think there's anything in. Hey guys, look! I found a house. It's perfectly safe. Yeah. Uh, you enter, and you see a uh, small child in the corner. Um, that is covered in rats who appear to be um, 
feasting on the body. I'm assuming the kid is dead. As far as you can tell, yes. Um, the the rats are kind of preoccupied at the moment. Uh, they have not noticed you. Okay. Step back. Be like, guys. There's a kid body in there being feasted on by rats. I say we burn the house down. You you notice um, true to what the uh, what the ranger said that all the buildings appear to have a like black uh, smoke emanating from the top of them, even though there is no they're not actually on fire, and it kind of wafts down into the uh, the thick black uh, fog that's that's in the village as well. Maybe we need to burn the entire village to rest the way down. You also hear the the howling and uh, yelping again that uh, appears to kind of be coming from the east side of the village now, almost as if something is stalking the outside of the village. So when I realized that... Um... I take out the little small magic box that I've got and open the lid and let the sad song start playing. What does the sad song sound like? Give me a second and I'll find something. Alright. My Sirenscape isn't playing. Okay, yeah, it may be a little... having a little bit of issue or something. So do y'all back out of the, uh, of the house and head to the next location, or what do y'all do? I backed out of the house. Do you keep moving along, guys, or do you guys want to try to do something about the rats? Uh, I'm with you, burning down the house. Does anybody have anything to start fire? My amazing good looks? <laughs> Got tinder boxes and torches and fire spells yeah, there you go you got a tinder box so you um get over to the the side of the house or whatever uh get some some dry brush um you take one look i would want to take one look inside from the doorway um before i go to set it on fire just to get my own eyes on the boy is it definitely a, a corpse uh yes it is uh it is a corpse. It, it looks fairly fresh, um, but it is, you can definitely tell that it is dead and that um, rats are, in fact, feasting on it. Yeah, and pyro time. All right, so you 
you strike on your tinder box and no matter how hard you try no matter how good of a spark you get uh the side of the the house catches fire and then just immediately goes out So the house won't catch on fire? That is correct. Yeah. So whenever I see that, that it will not catch on fire, I take my uh, sword and try to strike the side of the building. Uh, give me a strength. Uh, give me an, uh, yeah, a strength roll. Uh, it should be easy. It's 19, and then I think I've got like plus two to that or whatever, so... Okay. Um, oh, so you rolled a 19? Yep, so it'd be back 21. All right. Yeah, so you uh, you strike the side of the house. Um, you easily knock a piece of the, of the wood uh, off the side of the house. Um, so, yeah. You see with some time and enough uh, effort, you could eventually just knock the house down, but you would probably be there for a while. Can you light the piece of wood that's not attached to the house now? I try. Uh, you do, and or you try, um, and it does catch fire. So once it catches fire, I take and throw it in amongst the rats that's next to the body. All right, the uh, the body catches fire. Um, the the rats kind of uh, some about half of them catch on fire and begin to squeal. The other ones run off and uh, into various corners and hide. Does the body burn up completely? Um, it's uh, it's it's burning. You you get the. You suspect that if you sit there and watch it long enough that yes, it will in fact burn up. Okay. Did anybody bring marshmallows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so y'all gonna move on to the to the next one up top or Yeah. Alright. Uh so this time why don't we have um Trix roll us a D six. Uh, it's never good. It's a one. It's a one. Right, so you see this glowing um, that kind of drifts and kind of catches the the side of your peripheral vision and then uh, disappears. Um, go ahead and give me a will challenge roll with one bane. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so I rolled a 15 and had a 6 bane, so 9. <laughs> Alright, so you gain 1 insanity and you become very combatant with your your group. Um, almost to the point of where you want to pick a fight with them. Okay. And you all arrive at the next house. 
and inside you just simply find a an arm uh, that looks like it has been aped upon. What the hell? There's an arm here. We find a body over there, a child body being eaten by rats. There's an arm here. What the hell's wrong with you humans? What what the hell's wrong with you? Does it look like it's been eaten by rats too? Uh, yes. Are both them humans? Uh, what, uh, what are y'all? I'm a human. I'm human. Yeah, figures. Probably Democrats too. So you you hear uh, the howling noise uh, appears to be coming from the south um, now, and it's uh, it's. It's now it's uh it's it's barking, it's howling, sounds like it's getting uh starting to get excited. You guys hear that? Yes. Do you know what that is? Pretty sure it's all of you's death, because I don't die, but still. I think we should go check it out. What the hell is that? You said it's uh, dusk right now. Uh, it is now, uh, as far as you can tell, it is dark. the The fog and the cloud that's that's in the village uh, is so thick. You, if there was a sun, you definitely couldn't see it. Your visibility is about five yards out. What is it now? Is that because of dark? Is that what you said? Uh, as far as you can tell, it is it is dark. There's this uh, uh, blackish fog that is uh, in the village that limits your visibility to about five yards. I will um, cast Arcana Armor on myself. All right. All right, let's go check it out. So that's the other house. So y'all are going to head south and check out the Halonoids? Yep. Alright. As you do so, you pass, um... Does any of y'all have any kind of religious uh, things? Any kind of faith that you follow? Um... Well, I'm skeptical of... about my faith, but I do have a... kind of alignment toward witchcraft. Alright, what about the rest of you? Nope, I've just got a hidden message that I determined inside of me whenever I was created, and I've yet to determine what it is. My profession says I'm a devotee of the old faith. Alright, um, so as you are heading to the south, you see a, a shrine of sorts. Uh, it consists of four wooden posts, each covered with vines. Um... Supporting a, a roof of wooden shingles over top a stone obelisk um, carved with uh, uh, faces uh, representing the various deities of the old faith. Uh, 
Huh. Somehow there's an old faith thing here. What the hell um, is that supposed to mean? I don't know. I, I guess I'm a devote follower. I think I'm supposed to... Uh, I, I guess I had to go probably pray at it or something is befitting my old faith. Or faith in the old faith. So you're gonna pray there, um, Wendell? Uh, I probably should, I guess. Okay, so you, um, so you'll get, uh, um, a boon on your next, uh, roll for praying. Oh, cool. That's better than what I thought was gonna happen. <laughs> And so you all continue heading south uh, to where the you're fixing to pass a shop. You still hear this, the howling to the south. Are you going to stop in the shop or just continue on to the howling? We'll look in the door. All right. Um, so you all look in the door. And you see um, a, a figure inside that uh, appears to be hunched over something like a a uh, a barrel of something uh, but from outside you cannot tell what it is oi <clears throat> does he move turn around or anything uh no uh, you get no response i am um, i don't take my eyes off of him but i call out to my group found something someone and then I'll walk in not up to into the building and if I can I'll skirt around the wall and to where I can see the front of them okay so you see um kind of in the off to one side you see a what appears to be a barrel and this figure is Looks like it's reached over, or reached over like it's trying to get something out of the barrel. Oi, you there. You get, uh, uh, no response. Has the inside of this building been quote-unquote burned as well? Yes, it has been uh, burned out as well. Pick up, you know, piece of charcoal or ember, whatever, you know, debris is on the floor. Throw it at him. And it just, uh, it just kind of hits him with a, a thud and falls to the ground. And you get no response out of it. So I have a spear. I'm going to poke him with it. Not necessarily trying to do damage, but I'm like, you know, not wanting to get close either. Okay, so you... You poke them and it just kind of, uh, it doesn't really move, but you can, you poke it and you can tell that at one point in time this was a person, but it just kind of, you get no response out of it. So I walk over and grab the thing or whatever it is and throw it on the ground, turn around and look at him and go, oh, for, hold on a second, let me think something here. Oh, for, for fucking 
snap-on's sake. Loose nuts and, and old grease. What the hell are we doing poking around on shit? Didn't you hear this out in the distance? So, so as you do that, um, uh, Trix, go ahead and give me a, um, a will challenge roll with a Bane. All right, so I rolled yes, I- an 18 and got two on the Bane, so 16. All right, um... So you see that this was a um, a woman that apparently had been uh, st- stuck down in a vat of wax and was drowned. So when she comes out, her body is just stiff and encased in wax and has um, like a, a grin, a, a smile of orgasmic pleasure on her face like she enjoyed what was happening sickening humans alright so what do y'all do now Go back outside toward whatever howling swamp was. Do you have anything on her body? Uh, just some old uh, nasty clothes. Right. Did you see what I texted in Discord? Yeah, let's see here. Out the side of it, let me see. Nice. Um, so you, uh, step outside. The howling is coming, um, a little bit to the, to the left now. Um, so Wendell, you haven't rolled a D6 yet. Let's roll a D6. Is this howling still the, uh, the shit that's like at the peripheral vision of mine that I can sort of see, but can't tell what it is type thing? Nope, that uh, that thing came and disappeared. Alright. Four. A four. Alright, so so you begin to hear the um orgasmic moans of a woman coming from the shop that you just left. The bitch is still doing the dirty. Do you head to investigate or do you head towards the sound of the howling? Well, we've been hearing a ton of stuff, so probably just keep going. Yep, that's what she said. <laughs> All right, so you approach the uh, the edge of the of the village. Um, you see that. Um, you get towards the edge of the village and you see that the the fog, the smoke that's in the village appears to be almost encasing the village. You see an endpoint. Um, and at that endpoint is a black dog with red glowing eyes that's um, just frothing at the mouth and... It's just kind of yipping and and barking and just kind of pacing back and forth 
Um, it, it darts into the smoke for a second, and then you hear it yelp a little bit and runs back out. Um, it it see it sees y'all, but it, it makes no effort to to aggressively come at you, almost as if it's ignoring you completely. It's an illusion. You see the wolf or dog or whatever it is. Um, everybody, give me a uh, intelligence roll. I got a nineteen. Nice. Hold on. Uh, in two seconds. Wicca, what about you? Fifteen. Fifteen, nice. Yep, there you go, uh, Trix. That's exactly what a bar guys looks for, uh, yeah. Five. Five. No big deal. Um, so Trix and Wicco inform you that that uh, animal there is, in fact, a bargeist. Um, that they come from hell uh, to hunt down and destroy uh, souls whose time is up and must return to hell. Um, yeah. I know um, that as long as we leave it alone, it'll leave us alone then. Uh, that is correct, and you know that um, they are probably not one that you want to fuck with. That um, being that they are of a demonic nature, that uh, they'll probably eat your ass, and not in the good way. I share that wisdom. It looks like this fog is what's keeping it out, so it's got to be unnatural as well. I can't do anything about it. Right, so do y'all head back into the fog then? Or do you go out to pet the doggy? Is the dog, like, patrolling around, or is it just kind of hunkered down and is looking somewhere inside? It's uh, it's kind of moved on, and it looks like it's patrolling the outskirts and keeps trying to probe the fog, find different, find a point of entry. You, you get the impression, known, or knowing what you know about Bargeist, that it's there's something in this village that it wants. Uh, yeah, let's continue with our search then. 
Alright, so you head up to the next house. Do you go to this house? Do you head to a shop? Which, uh... I mean, we're right here. We might as well check this house. Alright. Uh, let's see here. So, it is Wicko's turn. Roll me a d6. One. A one. Alright, so... This, like glow kind of you see in your peripheral vision give me a will challenge roll with a bane um what negative, was that? i'm sorry negative three negative three awesome oh, wait, no. plus two to that so negative one negative one negative one um so you gain one insanity and you are now hostile to the group as well um, and as you approach, uh, this house, um, you hear, um, grunting coming from inside of it. Um, go ahead and give me, uh, everybody give me perception rolls. Five. Minus ten. Nine. You said minus 10 or yours was 10? Mine was 10. Mine yeah, was 10. 10. Okay, I'm like, how the fuck did you roll a minus 10? Um, Talent. <laughs> so you see um, two figures hunched over in the back corner of this house. Um, one of them uh, is moving, the other one is not. And you hear like this, uh, just this grunting noise coming from uh, one of them. Who's making the grunting noise? The one moving or the one not? Uh, the one moving. Hmm. So I relay that to the other two in a pretty hostile way, or whatever, as as hostile I guess as I could be. Um, and then. See what the reaction is. When you said that I was hostile to the group, do I take that literally? Like, um, I, I, I mean, you don't want to start like punching them in the face. I mean, unless you want to punch them in the face, but you are just combative and and uh, argumentative that that kind of stuff. Quit your. Basically, you're breaking Will Wheaton's number one rule of don't be a dick. Oh, so I'm just playing like my natural self. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> no, he's not a dick. Just, that's just how he is. Uh, after he relays what he found, I'll walk up to the door and push him out of the way so I can look inside and see what, you know. All right, hey. give me a... Go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just saying hey to the dude grunting. See if I can get a reaction. Uh, so, um, give me a perception roll as well. Uh, 20 total. Rolled 18. Alright, so he he turns around and looks at you and he's like, Wait your fucking turn. I'll be done here in a minute. And you see that he has the corpse of the woman who was the top half encased in wax as uh, her dress pulled up and is going to town on her. 
I'll um, take my spear and try to shove it up his ass. All right. Uh, let's see here. So we're going to enter some combat. Um, but since you're doing that, whoa, that's too much. What the fuck's going on here? Um, zoom that back out. There we go. Um, go ahead and give me an attack roll with a boon. One total. Very nice. Roll me some damage. Five. Five. All right. So you um you impale him right through the rear, straight out uh, the shaft, yank it back out, and then he falls uh, limp in every way to the ground. Spit on him. Uh, the other dude that wasn't moving, I'm guessing he's already dead. It was uh, it was the woman's corpse from the house that, or the shop that you all had left just a couple minutes ago. Mm. So he dragged the body over here and started making out with it. Nice. Yep. Anything on his corpse? Uh, just some raggedy, nasty clothes. Okay. Anything else of interest in this house? Uh, there is not. Uh, let's move on, I guess. All right. Head so you all, uh, which house are you going to? Yeah. Shortest path would be that house on the bottom, right? All right. So you get to uh, about right there and standing, or not standing laying out in front of that house um you see um a clothed figure on the ground um everybody give me an intelligence or yeah an intelligence uh, challenge roll 17 nice 7 9 9 all right so so, Wendell, you know from your various uh, rogue um, adventures previous to this adventure um, that this uh, appears to be the dressing of a druid. Um, and uh, the body is, uh, is, is blackened almost like it's been... The body itself is burned... But the clothes appear to just, the clothes don't appear to be burned at all. They just appear to be old and kind of musty. Hmm. Okay. Boy, it must have been a hot one. <laughs> Anything special about the clothes? Um, you search the clothes. Uh, you find a a scroll. 
a parchment scroll rolled up in one of its interior pockets. Is it bound with anything or is it just a scroll rolled up? Um, it has a, a wax seal on it. I give it to the rogue. If anybody dies, hell, he can die. Um, I open the the scroll. Alright, um... I try to read over his shoulder, too. Alright, so let's see here. Um... So you, you see that, uh... It appears to be a who, uh, Wicca, you are a magician, correct? Yes. Right. Uh, Wendell, you're a rogue. Um, Trix, what kind of character were you? I'm a clockwork warrior, but I also have, um, what is it, scholar magic or something like that as one of my professions. I was going to ask you about that, but I've got a book that's got some arcane knowledge in it or whatever. Okay, so... So you all see, uh, there's some markings on it that uh, Wendell lets you know that this has something to do with the old faith. Um, Trix, you and Wendell, you both know that this is a, a scroll of uh, Rite of Unearthing. Um, and I can find that for you real quick to show you what it does. Soon as my Adobe starts working, there it is. Alright, um Heck. I would think it would be nature spell. I don't see it. Was the druid male or female while you're doing that? Um, it is a male. Okay, so you so you all basically know that this spell, um, when cast successfully, unearths brings something from under the under the ground up to the surface. It basically it does what it says. It's a unearthing spell. How far out past the ring of buildings does the fog extend? Uh, about 20 yards, then it stops. And with the strength of nine, how, and, and my intelligence, how hard would it be if I wanted to drag this dude, his corpse, out of the fog? Uh, you could easily do it. It would be... It would take a little bit of effort on your part, but it would, um, you, you'd be able to do it. It wouldn't take like an hour or anything? No. I can no, drag it. Just, yeah, I mean, right, y'all could yeah. work together and get it out there pretty quick. If you want to drag it, I'll drag it. I'm 
that clockwork thing, he's like fucking really strong, like twelve or thirteen or some shit. I mean, I'm I'm just trying to think, you know, if with that, what would you call it? Bad guys, bar guys, whatever the fuck the wolf. Bargeist. Bargeist. I just figured, you know, if I don't even know if the soul is still attached to the corpse like that, or if it's swirling around in the fog elsewhere. But since shit's moving from house to house, I wanted to get it out of the fog. Okay. Yeah, think of the best way to think about that is if you've seen Ghostbusters, the the cute little puppy dogs on there that run around in the movie. Um, that's kind of a, a good example of one. All right, so you hear the yelping and and barking and whatnot coming from the north side of the village. Do you work on dragging the body all the way to there, or do you just drag it to the closest point to get it outside? Just You said earlier that it was patrolling, so I was just closest point outside. Okay. And do you all kind of stand X amount of yards in to where you can see the body, but you're also protected by the smoke? Yep. Okay. Uh, so what, have, what was that one? No, I'm sorry. No, I was saying indeed. Okay. Uh, so it circles around. You see it. It, it comes up to the body. It, it sniffs a little bit. Um, and then it just continues... Uh, uh, patrolling around the perimeter. Alright. Let's go back to that house we didn't make it to. That's a scary looking motherfucker. Yeah, that's a Trix, that's is a that is a that is a perfect example of one. So let me. So you actually, you never actually made it into that house. Nope. Right. All right. Uh, so who's going in first? I guess I'll go. All right. Give me a perception roll. If I tell you it's a four, you'll never know it was a natural one. <laughs> um. So you don't see anything inside the house. Um. You just walk in. You know, hey, hey, guys, this looks like a good place to rest for the evening. Um. And you suddenly hear a large uh, pop in one of the corners that's if you walk in the door it's in a corner to the left so the so wicko and tricks can't see it outside but you snap around to see it as you do you see um a a man kick a chair to the side uh he falls the rope snaps breaking his neck and uh then a second later um the rope and the body fall to the ground and then kind of dissipate. Uh, and give me a will challenge roll. Uh, With a bane. Uh, 
Nope, I'm sorry. No, Bane. Just a will challenge roll. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. So it's it's really effed up what you see, but uh, it's it does not uh, seem to shake you that much. I look and go, huh? That's fucked up. But I've seen worse. <laughs> in the in the mortal worlds of Scarlett Johansson. We could use some worse. Mm -hmm. Right, so um Yeah, what what do y'all do? Hey guys. Just watched a, watched a ghost hang itself. I'll step in and look around. Uh you do not see anything inside the house. You're seeing shit, man. Well what the hell? And I'll Okay. Next house. I'm I said, right? Uh, yeah, you're, you and Trix are both still uh, in dick mode. I step out and go, okay, we'll try again. Maybe, maybe it'll appear when you, if you go in by yourself, since I already watched the show. Maybe if I pay, I'm only allowed to watch the show once. Do you continue on to the next house, Whitco, or do you go back in? I, uh, I continue on to the next house, just ignoring them. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, who was the last person to roll a d6? I think that was you, Wendell, wasn't that, wasn't it? Uh, I think so, because you succeeded. So, uh, Trix, roll me a d6. Five. Or five. Alright, so... The the hairs on the you don't have any because I don't have hair. clockwork. <laughs> um, so the gears are grinding or something. <laughs> you hear this um, laughter coming from behind you. Uh, you turn around and the only thing there is uh, Wicko. What the fuck's so funny, dumbass? Your face. Why are you looking at me? Turn around, fat. Mm-hmm. Alright, who's going into this house first? Fuck I am the humans can't find shit. I try to trip him as he walks away from me. He said he was a <laughs> Alright, um you know what I like that. Uh Trix, give me a dexterity challenge roll with um with a bane since he's kicking you from behind. And you're in a pissed off mood. Hmm. <laughs> okay. So I rolled a three and my bane was a three, so I got a zero. A zero. All right. So, so Wicko, describe this tripping uh, that you do as he walks into this house. Well, in my head, it was before he got to the house. So as he turned around and started going that way and I chip him, he falls into the mud. And then I say, well, now I'm laughing at you again. <laughs> And I try to step on the back of his head to push it even further into the mud, and I'll go into the house. <laughs> nice. Go ahead and roll me a perception roll, then, as you go into the house. Considering I'm six feet tall and, and 300 pounds and made out of solid metal. Nice try, shorty. Uh, 13. A 13. All right, so... So you see... Um, a burned-out shell of a house. Um, 
and you see a a bathtub in the corner that uh, appears to have a person bathing in it. From the distance and the light, you can't tell if it's male or female, uh, but you do see somebody bathing in a tub. Got somebody in here. And I'll get closer. Sure, it's probably like the other fucking human. My guess is your ass has been playing with Pittsburgh tools all your life. So give me a as you God, as you I'm not, I'm not sure I understand that reference. <laughs> it's the worst tools that anybody can use as far as, you know, professionals would look at like a newbie or whatever and tell them that they're only worth having, you know, Pittsburgh tools. Uh, that was Harbor Freight. Those are Harbor Freight tools. <laughs> I was going to say that somebody was going to get mad and insult tricks and say, you were assembled by Harbor Freight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Wicca, what was your uh, what was your role? Uh, my perception was 13 total. 13 total. Okay, so you move in and you see it is a, a in fact, a naked woman that is laying in the tub and she looks to you and and says, shh, he'll hear you. I think I would, I don't know if it's meta or not, so you can rule on this, Shmo, but as a scholar of magic, scribe, magician, would I, and knowing what else we've seen, would I assume that this is an illusion? Um, give me a, a perception roll now that you're uh, closer to it. At twenty, that's twenty-two total. Twenty-two total. Okay, so you you see that this is um some kind of uh of apparition, and as you're figuring this out, you see that it uh, begins to pull a knife up out of the water. Um, do you do you look away suddenly? Do you watch? What exactly do you do? Uh, how close am I at the moment? Uh, you're probably um, about five yards away. I'll take one additional step back and raise my spear up, but I won't say anything, and I definitely don't look away. All I right, will, so... uh, I'll say, I think this is an apparition to the group. Uh, so, so as you watch, um, she produces this knife up out of the water and then uh, just jams it into her chest and twist as blood begins to fill out into the bathtub. And then um, it slowly just collapses into the floor and disappears. I need you to give me a will challenge roll. Seventeen total. All right, so you do not gain insanity. Is there a poltergeist around here? Let's say we go back and use the scroll on your damn whatever it was tower, or I don't know what the fuck you prayed at, but whatever it was there. So what was the scroll again for? Maybe I was distracted. It was unearthed. 
it literally unearths something. So. It does seem to be at the center of the fog as well. All right, well, let's go to the, the big center central spire. All right, uh, so let's see here. Who rolled the d6 last? I think it was Trix, right? I was going to, and he tripped me or whatever, so. Yep, that's right. You heard him laughing, and then he tripped you. Um, so we're going to go back to Wicco. Roll me a d6. Four. A four. All right, so this time you hear um, laughter coming from behind you, and you turn and see uh, that it is tricks uh, behind you. <laughs> I'm surprised you can even laugh with those rusty-ass gears. Surprised you can even fucking see, considering you're so goddamn short. <laughs> yeah. Five hey. foot three is not short. I'm going to puff out my chest just because I can look in. It's like, what, three foot above me? Mm -hmm. No, this one's, at, this one's actually a short one, so, you know, he could be tall, but this one is only six feet tall, so. Love the name that you gave him in Fantasy Grounds, by the way. Loose, <laughs> loose Nuts. There you go. All right, so you all arrive at the center of town. Just a, a quick little redescription of it. Uh, consists of four wooden posts, each covered in vines, supporting a roof of wooden shingles over top of stone obelisk, carved with a dozen faces representing various deities of old faith. Naturally, a bunch of fucking human gods or whatever. You should have a damn pop ranch or some shit up there. Alright, right, magic person, I guess if we want to try the scroll of revealing of something onto the thing, this would be the time to do it. Do you have practice with casting of scrolls? Me? You've got the scroll. Uh, I don't think I do. So what you're going to have to do, um, who has a power of one? Not me. I do. All right. So um, with Trick's arcane knowledge and Wendell's understanding of the old faith, um, I'll, you can make an intelligent challenge roll with two boons. Obviously, with the two boons, you just keep the higher of the two. Alright, so 15 plus 6 is 21, plus 2 is 23. Very nice. So you, you begin chanting the magic words, uh, the letters on the scroll... Uh, begin to glow and then it uh, kind of like you hear a, a popping noise as it dissipates uh, the ground all around you begins to uh, to shake um, the earth uh, begins to to boil 
as it suddenly um, vomits out a uh, a black box with all with all kind of uh, runes and stuff drawn on it. Um, when the when this black box comes up, the obelisk uh, falls over because the the box was underneath it. Can I read those runes? Uh, you cannot. They are far outside of your scope of arcane knowledge. I can read high archaic. It is far beyond that. <laughs> you have a right. you have a feeling knowing that uh, Wendell told you that that was a a druid that um, they look to be like druidic symbols of advanced uh, old old magic. Yeah, and there is a single lock on the box. I mean, you can probably pick that lock, but I don't know what those runes do, honestly. It could blow up if you touch it. That's the worst that could happen. Do we still hear the uh, howling? Uh, you you do. Um, it it actually appears to be like an excited uh, yelping and and barking um, now, and appears to have stopped as well, coming from the east side of the village. Has the fog changed at all? Um, it has not. So what do you guys think? Crack open the box or try to drag it out of the fog? Well, we can probably drag it over there and see if it jumps to the box. So whoever wants to drag the box, give me a strength challenge roll. I'll get it. So my strength is 13 and I rolled a 17. 17. So that is, you rolled a 17 on the dice, 17? Yep. Okay. So your modifier is three. So 20. So you lift with all your Harbor Freight gear might that you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And the box does not move. It appears to be rooted to the ground. What the fuck? Is this like Thor's hammer or some shit? I'm not worthy because I've made it Harbor Freight. Maybe you should have gone and gotten Craftsman. I had shit too. Maybe you should be Snap-on tools. I was about to say, I don't think our, uh, our small group can afford Snap-on. Gotta be fucking royalty. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. When uh, when Loose Nuts touched the box, did was there any kind of um, reaction on the runes? Uh, there was not. The the lock that's on it is it built into the box? Is it like it's a part of it, or is it just like a? 
Um, it uh, it looks to be like some kind of hasp uh, uh, lock. It looks like it could possibly be broken or picked. Just for giggles, I can just try lifting it a little bit, see if it's really heavy or if it's just because clockworky there wasn't um, uh, an old, old faith person. Give me a uh, strength challenge roll then. Fourteen. Fourteen. So you uh, bow up on it. What uh, what uh, ancestry are you? Um, a human. Would, that's right. Human. Yes. Um. So you bow up on it with all your human might, and it does not move whatsoever. Wasn't faith based. Just had to check. You know how these things are. You pick that luck. Broke. I will pick the lock. Right, give me a dexterity challenge roll. Uh, agility, you mean? Yeah, agility. Seven. Seven. So you pick it for a while and you are unsuccessful. I get frustrated and hit it. Uh, give me a strength challenge roll. Fourteen. Uh, the hass pops, and it is unlocked. I take a step back while saying, we'll open it up. I probably should have done this in the first place, but I'd like to make sure there's no traps before I open it. All right, give me a perception roll. Eighteen. Eighteen. You do not see any traps. I open it. You open it. Inside you see a naked, withered, twisted old man of a body whose um, fingers have been, it says they're embedded into the lid. I'm not sure how exactly that would work. Um, embedded in its chest is a a black stone that it, it almost appears to... If there was light around you, it would almost appear like it would suck the the light um, away. Um, Wendell, give me a uh, will challenge roll. Ooh, Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. So it's it uh, does not affect you. Um, the you you begin to see this aura emanate up of the body or from the body and it suddenly uh, takes shape in the form of a wraith um, yeah so we're going to do some, some combat um, so everybody roll me a d20 so we can get a turn order here six mine was 13 Nine. Right, so tricks. Wicko. Wendell. And then Mr. Wraith. Um, let me get down his. Um, so you're all in short range. You're all. Um, no, I take that back. So, so tricks and Wicko, you are. 
far enough to where to where you will have to move, then attack. Um, unless you got some range shit. Uh, Wendell, you're right up there in its grill. It's right up there in your grill. So we're gonna start now. Um, oh, and it's horrifying. That's amazing. So I need um, everybody to give me will challenge rolls. Nothing. Nice. 18. Nice. I don't want to say. Oh, yes. Please <laughs> say. But I don't want to. Oh, but it will be so good. One. One. Wendell, you are frightened. I believe you cannot take fast turns. Um... Oh no, that's uh, it's much, much worse. A frightened creature makes attack rolls and challenge rolls with one bane or three banes when it can see the source of the frightened affliction. Let me just make sure that that is correct. So what happens? That's better than 5e. 5e, you can't even attack. Do, 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 do. As long as we don't do with the fumble shards on, because it's almost guaranteed to hurt. Let's see here. Um, what one being on a failure, the creature gains one insanity, so you get uh, an insanity. Congratulations. <clears throat> um. Let's see your frightening. Each time I feel the creature runs frightened for a number of rounds equal to how much how much insanity do you have? One. Oh, just one. Um. Let's see here. So, ooh, that's not good. Three, four. Um. Becomes frightened for a number of rounds equal to 183 plus insanity total. We're not already frightened. Yep, alright, so you are frightened. Let me get back to the creature stats. And yeah, so you, you're frightened for four rounds. Um, I'll keep track of that. And yeah, when you make attack rolls or challenge rolls uh, with a a bane, if it's in if it wasn't in sight, but it is in sight, so you get three banes. Um, so tricks, you are gonna go first. Are you gonna go fast or slow? Uh, slow. Slow. All right, Wicko, are you gonna go fast or slow? Do I know anything about wraiths? Um, give me an intellect roll. 14 total. Uh, you know that, uh, I'll give you just a quick little blurb on it. Souls in hell sometimes slip free to visit evil and suffering on the world. A wraith resembles a human-shaped blot of darkness. Crimson lights burn where the eyes ought to be. Race understand high the uh, high arch archaic in a common tongue, though they rarely speak. Um, what specifically were you wanting to know about them? Weaknesses. 
Um, you know that they are immune to a bunch of stuff. And that weapons, while effective, are not very much. And they they do have a weakness of sunlight. Um, unfortunately, it is dark and nighttime. So not fire, but sunlight. Correct. What about celestial? Um... Are you referring to a specific spell? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, that's the wrong thing. They were 5e that do double damage to them because of it being celestial and they're a evil being, but um, this isn't 5e, so... Um, light, uh... Yeah, I'm just going to say that it's just light, uh, but not actually sunlight. I would think that it would, um, if it was sunlight, it would actually, it would specify sunlight. So it's just weak to light. It's weak to sunlight. Right, but it's immune to every other type of cell and weapons it's resistant to. Um... It's immune to conditions, not necessarily different types of damage. Um, but you know, weapons are not very effective on them. They are effective, but not very. Alright, and as far as the rules of slow and fast go, how does that go if I wanted to say a few words to the group? Like, does that take an action to do so? Nope, it's a free action. You can say whatever you want to. I'll say, uh, we need to lure that out of the fog, and within action, uh, is Loose Nuts within touch range of me? Uh, sure, absolutely. I'm going to, uh, touch his weapon and cast light on it. So you yeah, touch his Loose Nuts. Alright. So you're, uh, what weapon do you have there, uh, Nuts? It's a long sword. Alright, so your sword begins to glow. And that, that's not the end of my last turn. Alright, Wendell, you're up in its grill. Are you going to go fast or slow? Well, I'm not being forced to run away. I'll get up in its grill. Alright. Don't forget, you make your attack rolls with three banes, taking the highest and subtracting them from your roll. Let's see here. I'm, I'm going for gold here. So, you can use my bone long knife. Oh, this is going to be good. My attack roll is a negative three. <laughs> so you uh, stab... You stab yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're like, F this, guys. I'm out of here. And you stab yourself. All right. So you stab and miss beautifully. And now it is the Wraith's turn. 
it uh, produces a a dagger made of just darkness, and it is going to attack you. Uh, let's see here. Let's get some of this. Let me get my dice. All right, here we go. That sounds like a lot of dice. Uh, uh, nine to your defense, which your defense is 12, so that's yeah. going to... It stabs at you. It was a lot of dice, you were correct. And it, um, misses. Yay! You write down as you write in that round. All right, we're jumping to slow turns, tricks. What would you like to do? When this, uh, when we found out what this was or whatever, this is right. It, it came from a human body that you said. Uh, correct. That was in the box that we opened. Wraiths can understand; they just typically don't respond, right? Correct. Okay, I'm going to raise the sword that has been affected by the light in the air and point it towards him and tell him that um, he'd better hope like hell I don't get close to him because I'm going to send him back to hell where he came from. What was his reaction to that? Um, it just, if it had fingers, it would give you the middle one. Get close enough and I'll cut that off for you, dumbass. Alright, take a, uh, you go ahead and attack. Yeah, I'm gonna, that was all while moving, so. My attack, oh shit, I hope this is good. Eleven. Eleven, and that's with your boon? Oh no, I forgot I don't know. And I rolled a three with a boon, so fourteen. Fourteen, uh, that is going to miss. Well, as I swing and miss, I whirl back around or whatever and hold the sword up in the air and put my other hand underneath of it and goes, how's that? How's that for a middle finger? All right, so we're on to the next round, fast turns. Uh, Trix, you are up front and it's grilled. What are you going to do? I absolutely am going to try to hit it. All right, let's do it. And with my... So with my roll and my bone or whatever, I rolled a 17. 17's going to hit. Good enough. All right. And it's a D6 plus 2, and I rolled a 5, so it'd be 7. 7. All right. Go ahead and um, go ahead and roll an extra D6 for the light. And that was a 6. Nice. 6. Uh, so 13. So Probably halved or quartered or whatever. Yeah, so all let's see one. here. It was seven from the sword, so six, so that's going to be three. All right, so yeah, you, you're you able to, to wound it a little bit. The sword passes through it. It does not seem to have much of an effect, but it, it uh, appears to not really care for the light. Uh, Wicko, you are, so you are still far or out of melee range. You're going to go fast or slow? I'm gonna go fast. Alrighty, let's do it. I'm gonna cast Burning Beam 
which is celestial, just like light. Alright. says make a will attack roll against the target's agility. Yep. Uh, 17 plus 2, 19. 19, that's good enough. You hit. Five damage. How much, I'm sorry? Five. Five damage. And... So when my sword went through this, you said that um, that it didn't really wasn't really affected by the sword, but it didn't care too much for the light. But was it completely incorporeal, or or did my sword like have a little bit of resistance as it went through? It had a little bit of resistance um, as it went through, but it did end up passing all the way through. Kind of like if you were swinging it through water. Um, Wendell, you're up in its grill. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna do a slow turn. You're gonna go slow turn. All right. It is going to turn its attention towards uh, Mr. Gears there. Um. <laughs> uh, does a twenty-four hit? Hey, it should. I've got a defense of fifteen. All right. It's not gonna matter. But I'm just curious. With that light in its face, give it a bane on its attack. Um, it uh, would not. Um, so it's going to hit you for that bad. Um, eleven damage. That's pretty bad. Let's see here. Yep. Okay, yep, 11 damage. Okay. Uh, let's see here, there's that. Um, Alright, so we're on to slow turns now. Uh, Wendell, you're up. So, since its focus is on clockwork here, guy here, who's nuts, I would like to use my action to grab the gem thingamajiggy that's on top of the corpse. And like use a bonus action to run away to to disengage and then run towards the the wolf thing. Okay, uh, let's see here. Um, give me a strength challenge roll. Sixteen. Sixteen. So you grab it and then pull with all your might, and you 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 see that the stone itself is appears to have uh, its body has grown into the stone of sort, kind of like um kind of like Iron Man's uh, miniature arc reactor in his chest, but uh, this has gr- actually grown into his chest. So am I like pulling the body with me then? Um, you, yeah, you could start to pull the body if you wanted to. Yes, I pull the body. All right. Um, and then so then you're going to uh, just move. 
I'm, I'm taking it to the wolf. Alright. Uh, so what is your... What's your speed? Ten. Ten. Alright, so you're gonna move half speed. You're gonna move to there. As you do so, you move out of range. It's gonna take an attack of opportunity. Disengaged. I was about to say, do I get like a bonus action to disengage? Um, not unless your character sheet says you do. Which I believe it does not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Alright, so here we go. Don't you have nimble recovery? Uh, yes I do, and I also have trickery where I can once per round you can make an attack roll or a challenge roll with one boom. And I think like what, trying to make off of the with the race body could definitely be considered trickery. Uh, make an attack roll, challenge roll with one boon. So if you if you used your act, I considered your action to be trying to to grab the stone and then dragging it. So so if you did that, you wouldn't be able to do your nimble recovery. Um, so we're going to get you 16, um, 22 to your defense. Oh, yeah. Uh, seven points of damage. Okay. Alright. And so you're now out of its range. Alright. Alright. Let me mark down that round. All right. So next turn, or next round, sec or third round, we are uh, on tricks. You're gonna go fast or slow. So is the wraith turned around, focused on him because he's pulling it away, and I'm still standing next to it, or what? Um, it is focused on you. <laughs> yeah, I'm attacking. Alright. Alright, let's see. So, I rolled a 14 and a 2, so it's a 16. 16's gonna hit. And I rolled a 3 and plus 2, that's 5. Alright, so 4. Alright, roll an extra d6 for the light. That was a 6. Alright, uh, so that is a total of... Eight. Here. Uh, math is hard. Alright, there we go. Alright, so that is tricks. Uh, Wicko, are you going to go fast or slow? Slow. Alright, slow. Very nice. Wendell, are you going to go fast or slow? Can I use a fast action to move if it's my only action? Uh, yeah, on a fast turn you can move or use an action. So yeah, you could totally um, move and drag the body. Um, I can do the rush action. Give you double movement at least, which would come out to 10. If, uh, am I being impaired by pulling the body? Um... You're not impaired. You're just um, what? What do you like? What do you? What are you getting at? Well, I'm just I'm trying to get the body over to the wolf thingy, and yeah, the bar, 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 bar that thing. Um, 
And if I, I fear that if I don't take my action now, that the wraith might come after me. So would I be able to get to the wolf in this turn? Uh, negative. I'd say do everything you can to get as far away as you can anyway. If you used your double move, you could get, um, halfway. It's going to take you two more rounds, this round and one more round to get to the edge of the fog. Screw it. I'll do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. So let's see here. All right. So we're going to continue on. Yeah, so that was Wendell's double move. Now it's the race turn. It's going to turn its focus to uh, gears. Um, fifteen to your defense gears. Uh, I think mine is fifteen. Hold on. Uh, yep, mine's fifteen. Alright, so that's going to hit for 7 points of damage. And I had 11 already? Uh, correct. Alright, so whenever I get hit, you guys um, see me like go, no, shit, and then just stop and freeze right in place. Alright, so that uh, renders you incapacitated, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Alright, um, so when that happens, uh, you actually die. Um, nope, not yet. Oh, so the wraiths have something called lasting harm. Uh, whenever you take damage that incapacitates you, it kills you, and then some funny shenanigans are going to happen shortly. Yeah, but I'm not dead. I'm not a human thing or whatever. You do not age, you cannot be transformed into an undead creature, and uh, you can be turned into a spirit as you have a soul, but your mechanical body makes it impossible for you to swim, so you sink to the bottom, yada yada yada, on basically my my uh, key in my back has stopped turning. Let's see here then. Yep, yeah, so we'll... Uh... Yeah. Alright, so we're gonna... Uh, Wicko, you gonna go fast or slow? Oh, did we skip you last turn? Yeah, we did. Uh, you got a slow turn you need to do from last turn. Yeah, um, whenever Wendell caught up to me, I was going to grab the other end of the body and start helping him carry it with my action movement. Oh, okay. So you're helping, helping him just drag the body out there? Yeah, because I was already far back so he was running toward me i just didn't know where i was on the map okay all right um so yeah so let's see here the wraith um is it already went um so at the end of the round um gears your soul um mm-hmm. departs from your clockwork body um, and turns into a new wraith with half the hit points of your creator. So that will be... What's half of 38? 
I shouldn't have told you all that amount, but whatever. 19. 19. All right. So you are a wraith with uh, 19 hit points. Um, so we're on to the next round. Um, fast turns, Wendell and Trix, are y'all still dragging the body out? I'm not. Or yeah, <laughs> Wendell and Wicca, are y'all still dragging the body out? Yeah. Right, as so fast you, as possible. So you get to the edge of the smoke, or the fog, whatever it is, and you throw the body out, um, to, to the bargeist. It, uh... It yips in, as in excitement as a, a dog getting a, a fresh bone of meat. It runs over and and um, latches on to the uh, to the bone or to the corpse, and then just poof and evaporates into um, uh, smoke. Um, as that does, you see the the smoke and fog and whatnot that was surrounding the village begins to dissipate. Um, uh, tricks the the wraith beside you um, dissipates, but you do not. Um, so you see the. Your party members there. Um, I'm gonna IM you some stats, and y'all are going to fight. Well, this didn't turn out like I was hoping. <laughs> Try to trip me, you bastard! <laughs> I was just about to ask the DM if I knew how to get a wraith soul back into its body, but now I don't think I'm gonna. It's time to just kill you. I just want to point out that with the smoke dissipating, he should be getting hit by sunlight, right? No, it's nighttime. We planned this poorly. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, wow. Alright, um, so let's see here. So, as you all um, see this happening, you turn around to check your six, and you see a wraith in the form of a clockwork. Um, stomping at you. Um, let's see here. We're gonna keep it in the same initiative order. Um, so you are all in range. And Trix, I said you had 18 hit points. No, 19. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alright, so we're gonna go to fast turns. Uh, let me cross you out, tricks. Uh, so, Wicko, you were up first. What would you like to do? Alright, well, on serious note, would I know any way of getting a, a Wraith soul caused this way? Do I know anything about that to get him back to his original body? Uh, that is a negative. Maybe if we heal the body, it'll bring the soul back? Nope. Like, I, I know he's beyond redemption, or I just don't know. Um, give me an intellect challenge roll. Uh, you can as well, uh, there, Wendell. 21 total. 21 total. So you you know that uh, he is fucked. Okay. Yeah. So, basically, for an hour, <laughs> I'm compelled by my creator, even if he dies, to 
carry out whatever acts he wanted me to carry out. So for an hour, Yuns would have to run like hell and hope like hell I didn't catch it or whatever. So uh, yeah, Yuns are either gonna have to kill this thing or you're gonna die. And if you what? die, you're you're fucked even more. <laughs> would I know about this hour? Uh, no, you would not. So no Scooby Doo running. Nope, no Scooby Doo running and hiding around corners and whatnot. Uh, I cast unerring darts at him, which just automatically hits, and he takes seven points of damage. All right. And you see, uh, you see my character just unleash seven bolts of energy, and they all just kind of zip around in the air and hit him. All right. Uh, so Wendell, you are up next. What would you like to do? Am I at range still? Absolutely, you're within range. No, I would say at range. Not. I, am I not up close and personal? Yeah, you're you're up close and personal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and run. Um, I will attack with my bone long knife. I should no longer be frightened since the original wraith has gone, right? Uh, that is correct. Does eleven hit? No. No. Hey, hey, I don't think I use my boon from when I pray. Can I use my boon from when I pray? Absolutely. Uh, 16. You hit. Yay! Come on, damage. Six damage. Alright, so... What kind of thing was it? Is a bone-length knife. Yep. So you uh, you see, kind of like when Trix was attacking the the other one earlier, um, it passes through it, and it's a, it's a little effective, but not very much. Um, so Trix, it's your turn to attack them. If you have any questions on on the attacks, just let me know. Are both of them within range? They are. You've got your pick. Oh, I thought I was still far away. Lev. <laughs> this thing's got an unreal movement speed. I want to play a Wraith. Apparently it snuck up on us. Yeah. I want to play a Wraith. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, now I'm going to attack uh, Wicko. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I rolled a 20. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Wow. Hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so when I'm rolling damage, is this uh, the six plus the two boons on top of it, or how, how no, is that? Your, your damage is just the two d six. Okay. All right. Well, still, uh, yeah. It's <laughs> wow, dude. I rolled a, a four and a five, so I took nine damage from that. And um, you take lasting harm. So a living target takes a cumulative penalty to health equal to the damage taken from the attack. If the target creature becomes incapacitated by an attack a wraith makes while the target has this penalty, it dies. So... 
basically you've got that I did nine points of damage to you and you've got nine points of cumulative damage so if I hit you again then it's nine points plus whatever the other was I guess wow well, it, what that does is it um, it lowers your your maximum health by nine. Oh, well, until then, it, uh, until yeah. it gets removed. But if it's, that, if it's two d six, it doesn't matter regardless because two damage is what or two health points is what I have left. So one more attack will kill me. Yeah, and and then turn you into a wraith as well. Um, mm -hmm. All right, so we're on the to the next round. Wicko, you are up. Uh, flame missile. Nat 20. Uh, 22 total. And that was against your agility tricks. And the agility is 16, so yeah, yeah. And you said you got a nat 20? Yeah. Plus your, let's see here, um, what's your modifier? Plus two. So 22, um, that's the agility 16, so you beat it by five or more. So 2d6, right? Yep. Uh, two fives, 10 damage. Trix, that is a, that is, you had nine health, that is enough to, um, so, describe this fireball when it hits you, Trix. What happens to your body? I thought you said you had 19. I did. I had already taken 10 points of damage. So. I thought you were resistant to the weapons. Yeah, but the first one that you did did 7 points of damage to me, and then he did the other one, and it was 3, so that was 10, and then that one's that's a total of 20 damage. Well, I didn't realize it was half damage. I thought it was 0 damage from mm -hmm. what? Alright, so I guess um, whenever the what was <laughs> what I thought was a normal fireball in my wraith form didn't give a shit, ended up being like a, a blast from the sun or whatever and it hit my body and it exploded. Sort of like um, seeing the eye explode in the Lord of the Rings. So Epic. Knock, knocking them down whenever it is and as, as I die one last time the last thing they see is my ghost fingers or whatever up in the air as I, as I explode. Hmm. Well, that happened. Dick, even after the, in the afterlife. <laughs> um, let's see here if there is anything else. Nope, that's it. So with the with the wraith um, dispersed and the body gone, the smoke has cleared out. Um, you look to the skies and you see that it is, in fact, a very um, peaceful night. Uh, the crickets are chirping. The the moon is bright. And that concludes the adventure. I loop everything. Uh, you, in fact, find that the town is entirely burnt out and there is absolutely nothing there. <laughs> Aww. I loot the clockwork. <laughs> uh, you find a bunch of shitty Harbor Freight tools. <laughs> I set them on fire. And a snap-on key. 
you uh, you set him on fire and you find that he was actually um, some shitty plastic components that was just painted to look like metal. <laughs> Not even made in China, made in That's Taiwan. right. I'm melting. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that. The name of that adventure was called Hell Awaits, and that's Schwal put out. Um, there's either three or four adventures that are, they're two pages, they're set up to be ran very quickly like we did. Um, our play time was just under two hours and it's totally, uh, totally random stuff. Well, I'm happy my thinking was right about getting that body out to the dog. Yeah, it's just unfortunate it wasn't that first druid that we did. Mm. Yeah, that, but that would have cut the uh, the night short by like fifty two minutes, and what fun would that have been? <laughs> mm-hmm. You're on a you're on a roll of killing tricks at least. I, I you know I was thinking about absolutely that. Like, every what? fucking game we played was <laughs> goddamn game. Every fucking game, dude. I played. I played what? We had basically two campaigns in D and D, and we played like five fucking nights in this. And I've got like 17,000 characters so far. <laughs> what the fuck? You play one shot and you still die. Yeah, no shit. We play one shot and, I'm, and I play the, like, the strongest fucking character that I can play and I still die. See, it's, it's like the, uh, the reasoning that I gave for wanting to use pregens. Um, what did I say? Um, let's see here. You're going to die? I mean, what the <laughs> fuck? I mean. Um, yeah, so we don't have to come up with an excuse as to why your PCs died in the middle of adventure playing in another adventure and had to come back and then finish mm-hmm. the other adventure. I have an idea. He's just going to play a rogue and constantly stay in health. Even when the group gets in a fight, he's like, no, fuck you guys. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's going to be peeking around corners, shooting from a distance. You guys okay? Mm-hmm. A grenadier. I'll be Fire right the there. Yeah. Um, the stone, if you were to, instead of trying to grab it out, if you were to attack the stone, um, the soul would have dissipated, or the wraith would have dissipated, the body would have rotted away into the ground. And then you could have taken the stone and... Um, mm, excuse me. Uh, let's see here. Any player character can bind him or herself to the stone by killing another sentient mortal creature, bathing the stone in that creature's blood for 24 hours, and then grants the character a point of corruption. At the end of this time, the murderer can place the stone to his or her chest, which causes the stone to sink in and remain until destroyed, or you die. Uh, the stone imposes a minus 10 penalty to the character's health score, but prevents the character's soul from leaving the mortal world. So if you, basically you become immortal, once your body dies, your soul uh, roams, kind of like the wraith was uh, that y'all found. Pulls the Voldemort. Yeah, yeah, basically. Okay. So it's it's like uh, we talked about when we were getting ready to play the, uh, the Demon Lord stuff. There are magic items, but they usually come with some kind of cost. So yeah. So that wraps us up. We'll um, pick our other game back up uh, Friday. 
So did you kill my orc off last week or week before last or done? <laughs> Do I still have it? Yeah, you still got him. He he was a conscientious observer. Um, basically just stayed toward the back and had little quips every now and again. But other than that, was a silent partner. Oh, if you weren't streaming, I could definitely throw out a couple of names that I could say that that could be like, but, you know. <laughs> another time, another time. Well, that was definitely fun. GG's. Yeah, yep, it was uh it was a a blast. There's a, another one when y'all get a little higher up. Um I'll I'll tease the name to y'all. That way y'all got something to look forward to. Let me find it real quick. Um doo -doo. Are we Oh, and these adventures, by the way, they're only, um, they're on sale right now for 60 cents or 40 cents or something like that. Regular 99 cents. That's not bad at all. E even before it's, you know, even before. I mean, hell, it's a lot different than, what, 10, 15 bucks a piece? Yeah, yeah, so 69 cents is regular price. It's on sale for 15 cents. Um... So the the expert uh, or I'm sorry master adventure that's like this is uh, I'll give y'all one clue as to what y'all will be doing if you can figure it out from the title. It's called Killing the Dragon. Uh, fishing expedition. Probably so. Okay, right I'm gonna play a little gnome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go get something to eat. I'm going to play a gnome dentist and we'll go up and try to fix the dragon's teeth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Alright, we'll see everybody later. It was fun. Yeah. Thank you, Shmo. Yep, you betcha. Yep, uh, have a good one, y'all. Yep, you too. We'll see you later. Alright, everybody. So, yeah, that was uh, Hell Awaits. One of the little um, amazing two-page adventures from Schwab Entertainment. Um... Little quick things like we had tonight. We had a couple players out. We, I we didn't want to want them to miss anything, so we were able to take some quick little pregens. This little two-page adventure. I spent forty-five-ish minutes reading it real fast. Um, yeah, it's uh, the, these are amazing little things. They're on sale right now uh, for fifty-two cents on Drive Through RPG. Uh, so yeah. If you haven't done so already, just social media plugs. Check us out on Facebook.com slash FSHMO. Check out Twitch, twitch.tv slash FSHMO. Check out the podcast, FSHMO's Amazing Tabletop Podcast. Um, YouTube, youtube.com slash FSHMO. Um, if you want to show some support, you can subscribe to the channel for free with your Amazon Prime um, we are a proud member of the Tabletop RPG Network. Check out the other streamers that are there doing their thing. I will not try to name them all off because I'm sure that I will forget somebody and then I'll be a douchebag for doing so. So let's um, let's go ahead and, and raid one of them. We're going to go raid our, our good friend Rob Tui. Um, let's see here if I can do this raid. 
Rob 2E. There we go. We will see everybody later. Bye.